0: This episode is brought to you by my free what's working guide. If you want to download some tips on what is working right now in 2022 from both myself and other real life indoor playground owners who are currently working to launch or grow their business, head to michellecarawanna.com slash what's working, or simply click the link in the show notes or episode description. You'll get the free tips delivered right to your inbox. Download my what's working guide right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, I have another timely tip for you today. And that is because we are currently approaching the midterm elections. And if you're running any Facebook or Instagram or really any ads right now, you've probably either seen a lot more rejections or violations than normal, or you've gotten several notifications and emails stating that all of these platforms are going to be enforcing their policies a lot more strictly over the next couple of weeks. And that's to keep all of their platforms safe. Now, typically, play cafes, indoor playgrounds, soft play rental businesses, typically those types of businesses don't really get into political issues or anything like that in their advertisements. But over the next couple of weeks, again, your ad language could definitely get caught in the artificial intelligence I guess I'll call it the crosshairs. So if any of the language that you're using can be misconstrued as discriminatory or hate speech or anything like that, you will get flagged for a violation. And worst case scenario, your ad account could get disabled. Now, yes, you can always request your views and things like that. But again, if anything violates policy, they're going to be extra strict because of all of the legal trouble that Facebook and Instagram got into during the last election. So you have to be extra, extra careful. Again, even if nothing that you're talking about has anything to do with politics, they're going to be really splitting hairs over the next couple of weeks. And frankly, they're going to be making examples of businesses violating the rules. So I'm actually going to play you a clip from my Marketing Junkie podcast where I talk about violating these rules. And I talk specifically about indoor playgrounds and play cafes and how we can really play nice with these rules and policies, even when they seem a little bit arbitrary. So if you have not gone through the Facebook and Instagram advertising policies, they're actually pretty brief. So it would be a disservice to you and your business if you didn't go through them. But I'm going to do my best in this next clip to kind of go through them line by line to make sure that everything is above board for you so that you don't get any ads rejected. And again, so worst case scenario, your ad account does not get disabled because it can often be a long and arduous process to recover from. All right, here is a clip from my other podcast about how we can play nice with Facebook and Instagram ad rules. And again, even if you feel like you know these, this is an episode that you need to listen to, especially now more than ever, because some of these rules and policies might surprise you. All right, here we go. everyone. It's Michelle Caruana, creator of the Marketing Junkie podcast. And your quick fix today is how to stay out of Facebook jail, or basically how to avoid your ad getting rejected because multiple rejections or one pretty significant violation could result in your ad account being banned completely. And unfortunately, a lot of people come to me when it's already too late, their ads already been rejected, or their ad accounts been banned. And while there are steps that you can take once your ad account gets banned to continue advertising on Facebook and Instagram, it's a lot easier to just avoid that happening in the first place. So I'm gonna give you 10 most common reasons that I see ad accounts getting banned for. Now, two quick things to keep in mind while you're watching this video. Number one, Facebook designed these policies around their business model, and their business model depends on advertisers spending money on the platform. And that depends on as many users spending as much time on the platform as possible. So, Facebook really wants to deliver as positive a user experience as humanly possible so that users keep spending as much time as possible on the platform and advertisers therefore keep spending money on the platform. So if something might seem silly or you know you don't understand the reasoning behind it, keep that in mind. All right, point number two, I want you to keep in mind this is not a substitute for reading through Facebook's advertising policies. So be sure to do that. I did include the link below this video. If any of these sound like they apply to your business, I encourage you to do a deeper dive and read through all of these advertising policies with a fine-tooth comb. But I'm just going to give you the 10 most common reasons that I see ad accounts getting banned or ads getting rejected because, again, chances are one of these either has happened to you or will happen to you. All right, number one, this one's pretty obvious, but unpaid bills. If you don't pay your credit card that Facebook is attached to or if you have a An unpaid balance, Facebook is going to ban your ad account and you're not going to be able to advertise anymore. Now, a lot of people come to me and say, Michelle, well, I'm not going to pay this bill until Facebook restores my ad account. That's not how it works. They're going to make you pay that bill before they restore your ad account. And if it waits too long, if you wait too long to pay that bill or it's too large of a balance, they could still refuse to restore it even after paying. So get those bills paid up. All right, number two, talking about personal attributes in a negative way. Now, a lot of people have this misconception that you can't talk about people's personal attributes on Facebook ads. And the thing is you can, but Facebook is really particular about which personal attributes you're discussing and also how you discuss them. Again, going back to that positive user experience. So you can't talk about people's race, you can't talk about people's family status, their weight, There, You can talk about, you know, being healthy and things like that, but you can't call people out in a negative way or in any way that's going to be discriminatory. And again, the full list is in the advertising policies, but basically you can still offer a solution to a pain point your ideal customer has, but Facebook wants you to keep it on the positive. So words that are always going to be flagged are stuck, overwhelmed, desperate, lonely, stir crazy, any kind of negative word that's going to make people feel called out or attacked is going to get flagged by Facebook. So I'm gonna give you some examples of things that will get rejected and headlines that you can use that still get the point across, but in a different way. All right, so let's say you're an indoor playground and you're offering like a co-working solution or you're offering like a parent's drop off situation. Instead of saying, feeling stuck or overwhelmed working at home with your kids, question mark, you could instead say, Feel more productive than ever ever while your children socialize. So that's kind of still talking about that pain point, but you're framing it around the solution instead of the problem. So another example, uh, instead of saying feel lonely as a stay-at-home mom, you can say connect with other parents while you let your children socialize as well. So again, still talking about the issue, parents feeling disconnected or children lacking socialization, but we're forming it around the solution and not the problem. So really focus on putting a positive spin on things. Something else, if you are selling uh, a weight loss solution or diet coaching or something like that, you have to be really, really careful. If you're doing any sort of health information, real estate, financial information, you have to be extra, extra careful around what language you use, if you're discriminating against anyone, and things like that. So if you're in any of those spaces, I highly recommend, again, you going through those advertising policies with a fine-tooth comb. But an example is, let's say you are an Ayurvedic health practitioner. You can't say something in an ad like, are you feeling bloated and fatigued? Because Facebook is going to think the user is going to be feeling attacked by that. So instead, you could say, get the gut secrets that are going to make you feel revitalized and energized all day long. So again, taking the pain point, but framing it around the solution. So big takeaway here, keep it positive, use positive language, and don't call people out based on any discriminating factors like race, uh, gender, uh, sexual orientation, family status, financial status, um, health status, anything like that. All right, number three, you can't ask for artificial engagement. So what do I mean by this? You can't ask people as part of like a contest or promotion to share something on your on their timeline in order to enter. You can't ask people to tag friends in order to get additional entries or anything like that. Basically, you can't ask for artificial engagement in uh, exchange for enter being entered into a contest. And a lot of people think that they can get away with this because they see other people doing it. And that is true, a lot of people get away with it, but I would definitely err on the side of caution here, especially if you're going to be putting any sort of dollars around that post or promotion because as soon as you put that post through Facebook's advertising uh, review process, It's going to send up an immediate flag, and that is a huge signal to Facebook that you are trying to, what they call, manipulate the newsfeed. And they know that not everybody on that person's friend list is going to be interested in your contest or promotion. So that's what they call, again, artificial engagement. So just avoid it. And again, if that's something you like to do, please read those rules before asking for any shares or tags or anything like that. All right, number four, clickbait or sensational claims. So anything that seems too good to be true, Facebook assumes that it is. And examples of clickbaity headlines, I wrote a couple down. Uh, Parents were shocked by this one parenting secret or this mom felt hopeless until she tried this one hack. Those are definitely clickbaity headlines. Facebook does not like those. Just as you and I cringe when we read those like BuzzFeed type headlines, Facebook equally does not like them. So just be really cognizant of the language that you're using around your headlines, in your ad copy, and on your landing pages. Facebook is smart enough to read your landing page and really your entire funnel experience. So be really careful about what type of language and what type of claims you're making in your ads and on your landing pages. Is it realistic? Are you telling people they can become a millionaire working from home? Are you promoting a multi-level marketing scheme? That is not allowed. You cannot promote these types of work from home or get rich quick opportunities using Facebook ads. It is a very, very easy way to get your ad account banned and to prevent you from ever advertising on Facebook again. All right, number five, landing page experience. If your landing page loads too slow, if it doesn't work at all, if it's a broken link, if you have too many ads or if you have too many pop-ups or there's too many disruptions and the user's experience and they bounce really quickly, meaning they clicked away from your landing page really quickly, those are all going to send signals to Facebook that you have a low, low quality experience on your landing page and that's going to cause your ad to either get flagged or it could cause your ad cost to go up and Facebook to deliver your ad less. So again, be very aware of your landing page experience, load time, all that good stuff, and make sure you understand that your, again, landing page has to be compliant with all of these policies, not just your ad copy, headline, and image. All right, number six, text and image. Everybody pretty much knows by now that Facebook doesn't like when you have 20% or more text in an image. It's going to flag it. It's going to say that the deliverability is lost. And if you're watching this video in quarter four of 2020, we're getting ready for the holidays. Ad costs are gonna be going up anyways. We're in an election year. If Facebook is telling you that your ad costs are gonna be higher and they're telling you how to fix it, you better go in and fix it. I don't wanna see anybody running ads despite Facebook's text warning. And a big misconception here is that it's only uh, image posts. This also is true for video posts, especially a thumbnail. If you just have like a slideshow of text slides and things like that, that is a low quality piece of content to Facebook. It's not engaging and it's going to cause your ad cost to be very high or even cause your ad to be rejected. So there used to be the Facebook text overlay checker. Now you can check your ad text or your video text in the Facebook ad publishing tool. So there's really no excuses anymore. Use as little text as possible and that's going to signal to Facebook that it's a high quality piece of content. So pay attention to your design. All right, number seven, spelling. Again, this one is really common, especially when I see people boosting posts. So for example, if you just kind of hopped onto Instagram or Facebook and put a post out there, you didn't run it through a spell checker and then you're like, wow, this post is doing really well. I want to put some advertising dollars behind it. So, you either boost it, which I don't really recommend, or you go into Ads Manager and create an engagement ad. Both have the same result, little, little different, which I'll talk about in another video. But I highly recommend putting your ad copy in either a Google Doc or a Word document before you put it into your actual business manager and your ads publishing tool. Not only is it going to prevent you a lot of headaches if the page refreshes and you lose all of your copy, but it also has a more scrupulous grammar and spelling check. If your ad or your landing page has any spelling errors or any grammatical errors, that's again going to signal to Facebook that it's a low quality piece of content and they're going to reject it or your costs are going to be a lot higher. And if you have a lot of rejections or you're constantly getting low quality ad scores, Facebook will penalize your account in future ads, so you have to be really, really aware of this. This is such an easy thing to fix, so make sure you're putting all of your copy, landing page, and ad through a scrupulous spell check and grammar check prior to publishing. All right, number eight, disruptive video, and this one is kind of new, and it's become a little bit more prevalent now that we have all of these quick video design tools and Um, animated social media tools like a Canva. So I'm a Canva user and they just recently came out with all of these new animated video or animated post tools where there's like sparkly flashing lights and flashing stars and things like that. And if you overdo that too much, if you're basically trying to force people to stop scrolling by putting a strobe light or something that's really obnoxious in their face, Facebook is going to see right through that. They know what you're doing. So try to not overuse those types of animations or catchy video effects, because while we do want people to stop scrolling, and that is the goal of the creative of Facebook ad, again, there is a line that you can draw and I would err on the side of caution. So whenever I'm using any sort of video effects or animations, I'm really careful to make sure that it's not very disruptive so that my reach doesn't get limited or my ad doesn't get rejected. And something else that a lot of people don't realize is, When you're designing a video, like let's say you're promoting a YouTube video or you're promoting a video on your website, you can't misrepresent the destination of the click. So let's say you put a on your video thumbnail, you have a play sign, like a lot of people do that on YouTube. Because you're not able to watch that video on Facebook, Facebook thinks that you're misrepresenting your ad and you're kind of trying to trick people into thinking that they can watch that video within the Facebook app when really, When they click that play button, they're going to be taken somewhere else. So if you have any sort of those artificial play buttons or arrows to click call to action buttons, that's also going to cause your ad to be rejected. So just an FYI, that one's pretty new. All right, number nine, making time sensitive claims. This is also one that they've been really cracking down on lately in the second half of 2020. So we used to be able to say things like make your next 5k in five days or book your next client this week or 30 days to 30 pound weight loss. Facebook is really cracking down on these specific claims within a specific time frame because Facebook knows you don't have control over everyone's life. Or their emotional state or their bodies or their financial health. There are so many different factors at play. So basically avoid making any specific claim within a certain time frame or any sort of specific income goal. And that also kind of ties into those sensational claims. So again, just be really, really careful there. All right. And then number 10, a lot of people try to ask for sensitive information via Facebook lead forms. And if you're not sure what a Facebook lead form is, Basically, when you're at the campaign level, choosing which objective you wanna use, if you choose a lead ad, I see this a lot with dentists or mental health practitioners or chiropractors, pain doctors, things like that, in addition to pre-populated information like name and email. Again, when somebody clicks on the call to action for a lead ad, it actually brings up a form right inside of Facebook, so they're very user friendly, they can be very effective, but it's also something that Facebook tracks very carefully. Also real estate agents, I really see this very frequently. So in addition to name and email, people might wanna know what their income level is, what value house they're looking for, what their what uh, mental health services they're looking for, wh- what uh, pain issue they're dealing with, what their diagnosis is. You can't ask for any of that sensitive information via a Facebook lead ad. So be very careful. And again, if you're in any of those sensitive fields, you're definitely going to want to read all of the lead form rules specifically. So also you can't ask for usernames or passwords or really anything like that. So just be really careful with that. And so those are the 10 most common ways that I see ads get rejected or ad accounts disabled or people getting put into Facebook jail. So really try to avoid those. And one quick tip before you ever get your ad account banned, I highly recommend going into your business manager and creating multiple backup ad accounts because Once your ad account gets banned, if you don't have any backups, they are not going to allow you to create any new ad accounts. So whenever I get a new client or whenever I design a new business manager, I always go in and create a couple different ad accounts with multiple payment methods. Because Facebook is, again, really smart. If one of your ad accounts accounts gets banned and that credit card is tied to another ad account, they might just automatically ban that second ad account as well even if it's never had a violation. So multiple ad accounts right when you get started, before you get banned, with multiple payment methods, and that's going to save you a lot of headaches because even if you do follow all the rules, again, Facebook uses a lot of artificial intelligence, especially after COVID-19, because a lot of us are either out of work, furloughed, or working from home. Facebook is no different. They're relying more heavily on artificial intelligence to complete this ad review process more now than ever. So mistakes do happen and human error also happens. So having these backup ad accounts is going to help you save a lot of headaches, a lot of heartache, especially if you're in the middle of a launch and your ad account gets banned. All right. So your play of the day is to review the Facebook and Instagram advertising policies, especially now But this is also something that you should review from time to time because they update it all the time. If you have any questions about this, feel free to message me on Instagram. My profile is in the show notes. And as always, if you found this helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. Have a great day and I will see you right back here on Monday.